When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Yes, good morning. This is Race Card on this Saturday, the 9th of December. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. We'll be marking your race card, of course, with Ballarat Cup Day. The rain is predicted any moment now, so we'll keep a, a weather watch on that particular venue in the western part of Victoria. Also, a weather watch there in Sydney at Randwick. 40-degree day, 40-degree-plus day in some parts of Sydney. The ATC has sent through an update um, regarding their heat policy, and it reads, the heat policy takes into consideration a range of factors with stewards taking into account heat, wind, humidity, and updated forecasts. There will be extra hosing, water to misters, and, of course, for the horses, um, they will be looked after um, with uh, shorter pre-parade time, shorter arrival on course, and shorter dismount procedures. So it's interesting to see the different heat policies in different states. But that's the story there coming out of Sydney, and they will be racing there at Randwick as scheduled. Feature racing in Brisbane. There's also that big meeting, the final of the Group 1, uh, final Group 1 of the year in Australia, and it's at the Northerly Stakes. And the hot favourite there is the superstar galloper, Zaki and James McDonald's about to join us, the champion hoop, has made the, the quick trip to Perth ahead of, of course, International Day there at Chartin tomorrow. Also catch up with Tommy Hackett from Ladbrokes to get an update there with the Inter-Dominion market. It's the final round of heats there at Albion Park tonight. And Tom Wood will give us an update there and also a preview of Chartin tomorrow night. We'll also mark your race card around the country um, and go through our better bets there in uh, Ballarat, Ballarat, also at Randwick and Eagle Farm. We're doing this, of course, for Ladbrokes. Get the racing ownership through the Ladbrokes Racing Club. And for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. But let's head to Perth to catch up with the superstar, James McDonald. J-Mac, welcome to Race Card. How are you on a Saturday morning in WA? Yeah, pretty good, Gareth. It's, uh, it's pretty n- nice weather here, and obviously, hopefully... Hopefully, boot one home today. It'll be not lovely. Now, everyone's a little bit disappointed, J-Mac. Um, you know, Gay Waterhouse was in her bathers swimming and enjoying the enjoying the, the, the beautiful surroundings of that beach there in WA. And um, everyone thought J-Mac would go for a swim, but you basically would dress like you were going to the snow. <laughs> I didn't want to take Gay's thunder, so I thought I would just, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave the kid on and, and um, get out and uh, just... Uh, ride him in the water, but pleasant, very pleasant out there. He's, he's in good order and he, he really enjoys it. So. Yeah. And, um, so it's a nice spot there. Yeah, you know him very well. How is Saki? Mate, he's really good. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him so well. Yeah. Even, the, even even a couple of years ago when he was absolutely airborne and winning Super Cups by 10 lengths and, and stuff like that. He's absolutely glowing and... Uh, 
yeah, so it, it's um it's a good sign. He obviously taking the travel really well. He looks phenomenal. He feels good when I obviously I haven't galloped him, but he's moving well and yeah, so looks a nice race for him. Obviously he's got to take the travel, but he, he seems to have uh, taken that pretty well. So no excuses. What's the key to him? Obviously he's. He's a, is he a tricky horse to ride? Um, you've had a wonderful association with him over the years. He's pretty quirky. Yeah. Um, you'd probably get on with him quite well. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he, he, has a, he has a mind of his own. He um, does what he really wants. He's a strong-willed sort of horse. And, um, but he's got a phenomenal racing style. thing about him, he's a weight parade performer at the highest level possible in Australia, being a cost-plate performer and, and not finishing far behind them either with uh, circumstances probably not in his favour that particular day either so yeah. he's a horse that can absorb pressure and an 1800 metre trip is basically tailor made for well, when we talk about him at Mooney Valley, I think the philosophy out there is that, geez, he's just a, such a better horse when he can hit the fence there at the valley. Would you like to hit the fence there at Ascot today or are you quite comfortable being one off the fence there if you need to? Yeah, it doesn't really bother me to be fair. Um, he he led he led off the rail in a champion stake when Whisper Blows took him on. Yeah, and he only faded the last hundred after the sectionals were quite strong that particular day. So um, set up for the back markers. He was probably the one that stuck on gamely. We have a look at Westwind wins form and second in a Turnbull, second in a Caulfield Cup, and he. He was the dark. He was the only survivor that day. So uh, yeah, he's in really good form, and obviously, uh, look, you got to respect the opposition here. But he is the class horse. Yeah, and last year you arrived here. You were riding Cascadian, but he and he was pretty good. I thought saying that Champions Mile that day on that final day at Flemington. But I guess riding Zaki, the best part about this ride is that you don't have to ride him for luck. He makes his own luck, unlike Cascadian, who likes to get back in his races. Yeah, for sure. He hit the nail on the head, obviously. It was, um, he was great in Champions Day and held his form. So over here, I think uh, his luck and running, he probably was the runner race in the northerly, coming from well back in the field and, and getting speared off the track. So the beauty about Zaki, he's obviously going to be up on speed and uh, and making his own luck, hopefully. And hopefully he can uh, absorb the pressure he needs to absorb. And he... he um, he can run away. How do you go about it, Jay Mac? Like you told, like guest he's flown business class because you're making him that much money, and he's gone to Hong Kong, and then he's decided just to give you the one ride today, or knock back a full book of rides there at Ascot. So, um, what do you go to Cottesloe Cotter, Beach, or what do you do for the for the day before you head to Ascot to ride in the big dance? I don't know. Just going going for a lovely walk along the river at the moment, and yep. probably filling the couple of hours doing that uh, yeah it's just cruise really yeah. um, obviously got a busy day tomorrow and um, so got to try and keep as much carrots in the bank as possible obviously a long flight back to Hong Kong and I think I've got nine rides there tomorrow so uh, yeah just to look over those races and uh, yeah just cruise text message coming through from John from South Melbourne he says, Gareth, ask Jay Mack about West Wind Blows because I believe it's the greatest jockey change in the history of Group 1 racing with McDonald replacing Jay Spencer. I think that's a little bit harsh, John. Um, but West Wind Blows, 
how is he, mate? Because he was mighty without winning in Australia. Um, has he trained on nicely since that effort at, at Flemington when he um, had a tough run? Um, and Ken, is he good enough to win a race like the Hong Kong Vars there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not too sure. He, he feels really well. So um, that's all I can really go on. I, I don't really know him that, that well. I've only sat on the once. He's me a terrific feel, but um, he's a classy horse, and there's some to suggest that, but he's, a, he's only a young, slightly raced galloper who's obviously gone from Europe to Australia back to Hong Kong, so he's, um, he's got a bit of a task ahead of him. But in saying that, he, he faces a smallish field here of the 10 or 11 runners, yeah. He's been facing 18 runners, 20 runners in a full good cup. So it might be a little bit different. Hopefully he just executes well and, and gets in a lot, nice enough rhythm and fighting out the finish. But the Japanese team so strong this year in Hong Kong. Obviously, I think they they, they ran away from Equinox. I don't blame them. But, but they've come here in good numbers and, and strong numbers as well. So I think the cup and the bars look particularly strong for the Japanese and they'll be hard to beat. Yeah, you've got Lemmer still the two dollars sixty favourite, Warm Heart at four twenty, Safira at five dollars, and then West Wind blows with Ladbrokes out to eight dollars fifty. So the Japanese do dominate the Vars, and then you have a look at the Hong Kong Sprint. You're right here for Danny Shum, you're great mate, and you have got Victor the winner, who's probably got to step up a little bit. But this is not a vintage Hong Kong Sprint this year, J Mac. Looking at looking at this year's field, nah, far from it actually. It would have. It's quite a shame that there's probably no Australian here to be fair because. It would have been hard to beat, especially with our sprinters. But um, probably out of all the four group ones, it looks the most open. Um, lucky Frayness is obviously he's a, a world-class horse, but he's, he's not as going as well as what he was last this time last year. So Victor the winner, he's another one that races up on speed and give a great sight. Um, he just has to improve probably two or three, four pounds, and he, he's in the he's in the he's in the race up to his ears. So um, yeah, like I say, he's gonna give a great sight at some point. In Golden Six, he's got an outside gate there in the Hong Kong Mile, but he's still the horse to beat, according to market. You ride a roughy there in Voyage Bubble. But when you think about world star um, gallopers and popularity, Golden 60, I don't think there'd be too many horses around the world that would have his following in their home country like he does. No, uh, that's that's for sure. He's very he's very popular. Um, and probably him and Romantic Warrior are the most two popular horses around um, at the moment. Um, and just throwing equinoxes, but they've got great following, and he's just drawn an awkward gate, fresh up. It's going to make a very tough task. I tell you, I tell you what, I reckon mine's way over the odds. I, I don't think yeah. he's um, he should be a, an outsider in this race, um, especially. He's working really well. He's got great form. He's a Derby winner. Um, he needed to run last start, and he's he's bouncing too. So um, he's worked particularly well um, this week leading into this race. And probably out of four rides that I've um, I've caught in the internationals, I thought he was open to the most improvement probably two weeks ago when I first sat on him, and um, he's he's just bouncing. So he's got form around California Spangle, who's second favourite elect. So um, yeah, I, I give my 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 runner make you hope there. That'll do us, Macca. Just having a look at the market there. Um, Voyage Bubble, the second outsider, disrespectful, thirty four dollars and seven sixty. At the moment. Yeah, so, he's, yeah, he's the complete outsider there. So, um, Voyage Bubble, um, yeah, love that. That's a great push. And then then you go to the Hong Kong Cup, and this is the race I'm looking forward to most. you got Luxembourg, who's got some terrific form lines against um, Augustus Rodin, one of the superstars from Coolmore. 
Ryan Moore writes, Romantic Warrior, we know how good he is. Prognosis. Everybody who I'm, ta I'm talking to um, in Hong Kong, J-Mac, are telling me that Prognosis is over the line. Um, he's the second favourite behind Romantic Warrior. How do you read the Hong Kong Cup and, and your star in Romantic Warrior trying to go back-to-back -back in this back-to-back ra -back in this race? Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, that's for sure. He's um, probably the most toughest party going to face. Um, but he, he won he won the Hong Kong Cup this time last year by three or four. Or he might have even been a bigger margin. So um, he has to replicate or bring that sort of form, um, I think, to win this race. Um, if he brings that form, well, then he's going to be hard to beat. Um, but you just never know with the travel. He seems to have taken no ill effect, but we won't know that until race day, I suppose, um, but he's in good form. Prognosis looks extremely hard to beat. He's, we've, we've, we've probably won nil up on him facing him before. And um, But I think Prognosis has improved since then. But it's insane that. He's, he's still got to come to Hong Kong and, and try and beat him, which is no easy task. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's just a two-horse race. I think yeah. Luxembourg's got a terrific hope and um, the other Japanese looks str strong as well, but uh, we, as you know, we all know what Warry he uh, gives us all. So he's going to be he'll be there when the whips are cracking. You love to go to war with Romantic Warry, and I guess he holds such a special place in your heart because he wins you a Cox Plate. But the work that you're able to do with him before that Cox Plate, um, I guess it would it's extra satisfying when you're so close to a horse like that. You wouldn't get an opportunity to have that influence or impact on a horse like you had on on Romantic Warrior Macca. No, you're 100% right. It was a, it was um, obviously a great thrill and probably my emotions probably showed that after the race as well. It, it meant a hell of a lot. Um, I, I, only because he was obviously, he, he come here as a, uh, uh, come here as a bloody uh, over the line basically for a Cox Plate and he, he was, everyone dropped off him after Turnbull and it, it was just a, amazing to see him bounce back and improve and, and um it was good to see him see him do that. He, he's a, he, I think he's a champion racehorse. He's been very good to me and he's given me great thrills on a racetrack. So hopefully uh, tomorrow will be another one. But uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. I don't know what he's doing after his career, but one of my highlights on social media over the last 48 hours is your beautiful little girl, Evie, and, and Katie, um, your beautiful wife. You're married, aren't you, Macca? You are, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you are married. And they went and saw Romantic Warrior. Thanks for the invite to the wedding, by the way. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they they went and saw Romantic Warrior. And it's the cutest ever video that you'll ever see. Like, Evie absolutely love Romantic Warrior. Yeah, she does. She's got a, she's, she's got a great passion for the, the horses, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for myself. But, um, yeah, it was good. That, that's the first time both. Um, girls have met, met uh, Romantic and um, yeah he's obviously yeah, from those pictures you can see he's just a gentle giant he's going to make a lovely horse after when he's retired obviously hopefully not for a long time but um, yeah he, he loved it he's, um, it was good for them to be able to go and go down and see see them so it was good of Danny Schumann and Christy and um, yeah it's obviously a busy time of year for the team there so they made time for that that was lovely and you see that sometimes like horses are such beautiful animals and you've obviously got that freakish ability to, co to connect with them but especially with kids um they're quite amazing when you see them close up and the, in their natural habitat and how much just the the, the beautiful um, temperament that they've got yeah 100 it's, it's amazing what, uh, 
how kind they are. You, yeah. We, we see a, we, we've seen a lovely story with um, Cody's wish over yes. in America with Cody and uh, the bond those two had and, and being a, such a, like he was an entire a stallion ready to go to the breeding barn after that start and he was as soft as butter with them. Yeah. So it's, it's just amazing how, how soft they can be, especially with kids and yeah, they've, they've obviously, yeah, they've got a great judge of character. Yeah, they, they seem to know, don't they? And especially yeah. um, if you're doing it tough and, and they, they've got that wonderful instinct about them. And I, I guess that's why we love them so much. Hey, when you walk into that jockey's room, you've got Zach Purton, who's like, he's nearly a billionaire these days for the success that he's had in Hong Kong. Um, Maxim Guion, who's delivered one of the greatest ever um, celebrations on a racetrack that I've ever seen when he won the Derby, I think that year, all those years back. Um, you've got Ryan Moore, who was crowned the world's best jockey, um, who just got over you to replace you from that title there. I think that was announced last night. So it is a, a world-class jockey's room tomorrow. That must really fire you up like an all black when you walk in there and say, well, we'll see how good you are tomorrow, lads. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty exciting, isn't it? It's obviously, it's a world-class uh jockey's room that's for sure they've assembled from everywhere uh, we've got Kawada who's from Japan who they call him the king and yeah. Dumion who's obviously the king of France Ryan Moore the, the best in um, England probably anywhere um, so yeah no it's pretty exciting and obviously they've got some terrific rides but if you if you like even just looking through the form last night um, at those international races those jockeys that are, are partnering these unbelievable horses like they're just faultless they don't make mistakes so you need so much luck to go your way, and um, yeah, it's obviously it's it's a it's a bloody great uh, thrill to be competing with them. So yeah, that's um, it's going to make it good fun anyway. Yeah, it's one of my favourite meetings because of that factor where you get to see McDonald take on Moore and Gion and Sumion and the Japanese stars as well. Um, there's so much to look forward to. Macau Barcelona is another one. So um, it's going to be it's going to be one hell of a day of racing. Uh, just last one. When you sit down, what's Ryan Moore like? Can you take us uh, like you would um, get on well with him? I would imagine you would compete in him on, on several occasions. Um, what's he like as an individual, and what do you make of him as a competitor? Ah, oh, he's the best ever. He's, uh, he keeps everything pretty close to his chest, I suppose. Yep. And um, and but he he's just He's just got an amazing knack of just getting the best of a horse. He's he's he is the best I've ever seen, and um, and the way he can just not nothing phases him. Just gets gets out there, does his job. Uh, he'll be on the first flight back home after Hong Kong. He, he doesn't have one drink. <laughs> he's just the ultimate professional, you know. So um, incredible, incredible jockey, and uh, yeah, no, he, he's he's very very good once you get to know him. He obviously. Yeah. The the meter a little bit different with him because he's quite shy, but uh, or he doesn't um, open up that much. But yeah, he's he's good when he's behind closed doors. That's for sure. He would have opened up to Shane Dye if you let him answer <laughs> the other day <laughs> when I watched that interview. I love listening to Shane Dye. I think he's a great, but that was a funny interview with Ryan Moore. He was telling. I, it. I think I, I think Ryan should have been answering uh, <laughs> questions. <but. laughs> The great Aris die. No one, there's no one better in um, his eyes, whoever's uh, put a saddle on than Aris die. And he's one of the great entertainers. I love him in the media, but that was just Aris die at his very best. Hey, J-Mac, you go and get in today. I think WA is so lucky to have you. They, they, like I've, I've always said this, that 
carnivals like Western Australia with the com- competition between like say Melbourne and, and Sydney these days, it's hard to get you outside of those jurisdictions. And then you've got, you know, opportunities to travel overseas. But when the, the younger generation in WA can turn up to the, to the races today and see their hero and J-Mac, um, I think it does wonder for the sports, um, the sport over there. So good on you for taking the trip or making the trip to WA. Zaki is a beauty and um, it's going to be great to see what he can do there this afternoon in the Northerly Stakes. I'll shout you a beer too if you win today. Well, I'll take <laughs> you out for dinner. I'll hold you today. <laughs> <laughs> you already owe me, no, boo, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> thanks, J-Mac. Appreciate it, mate. And um, go and get them today and, and tomorrow, especially with Romantic Warrior. Um, that's going to be some race there in the Hong Kong Cup. Oh, man, thank you. All right, there's J-Mac. What a star. 10, 11.20 Eastern Time, 8.20 across there in the West. Let's take a break. We'll come back with plenty more, including um, Sam Williams will join us, of course, from Little Avondale Stud. And we'll also um, catch up with Tommy Hackett from Ladbrokes to have a chat about the inter-dominion markets. Of course, Ladbrokes, get the racing ownership through the Ladbrokes Racing Club. Um, For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Time for a break.